Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app. This is Radio Free Brooklyn. And this is Young Persons Radio! I don't usually wake up this early. Okay. Caller, what is so important? <laughs> I guess it's a show where you talk to people who are hit by lightning. Hey, Colby. It's Tim Keck. What's a bitch? This is Mary Coolahan. Colby, Colby, it's Jason Trackerberry with a very quick phone call. It's me, Gene Crackhead George. It's Monica. Yay. Yay. Can I tell you a pigeon story? It's raising baby pigeons in a pasta colander. Pigeon, is that you? There's enough evidence on here to lock her away for a long time. Oh, I guess this is a maniac show for birds. Stupid. It's childish. And I would never do that to you. Louis Simon. What kind of art were you doing at the karate school? The art of the empty hands. I take care of feral cats. There's a meatball. It's in the house. Caller, lift me out of this slump. Caller. I'm not a fan of the show. I've never heard of it before. Are you about to number one yet? I'm feeling real cool. Get me named a living landmark for New York. I gotta shoot on Rob Shapiro real quick. He's a hat. His fans are morons. I'm a big fan of your radio show, but off the air, you're, you're kind of a terrible person. You just sound like a bunch of dorks. I yeah, truly can't tell if everyone's making fun of us. Is this what this feels this like is, every week? Yeah. Come in. Oh my god. Oh my gosh, it's Colby. You have a nasty habit of surviving. Well, you know what they say about the fittest? Welcome back to another edition of Young Persons Radio right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. I am your host, Colby Smith. I will be with you until 11 a.m. this very morning, at which point we will be followed by our friends, our dear friends, Joe and the gang, uh, for Point of Order, a sports show at 11, and then at noon for the Brooklyn Conversation with Rosie, and then at 1 p.m. with Objection to the Rule. Radio Free Brooklyn's answer to the Sunday morning political talk show circuit. So we've got every base covered here this morning. And uh, 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 Ori Givens, who everybody heard on last week's episode at the very end of last week's special uh, uh, MTV Unplugged edition of of Young Persons Radio, where we had no computer at all, uh, will recognize his voice. So stick around for that uh, and keep that dial tuned to Radio Free Brooklyn all morning long. What are we going to be doing this morning? We're going to be talking exclusively about the Jonathan Franzen profile in the New York Times. We're going to do a reading of the entire thing and just pick apart every word about why it blows. No! No. My guest today is a comedian, an actor, a writer, an artist whose work has appeared in Jezebel Reductress and so many more. She can be seen all over these five boroughs of ours including this very week 
Thursday, July 5th at Vital Join in Bushwick at 8 p.m. And with her duo act with Stephen Marco this Friday, July 6th at 8 p.m. at Caveat on the Lower East Side. It could only be Lucy Cottrell. Oh, my gosh. Hi. Hello. Hello. <laughs> How you doing? I am doing great. I'm so glad you're here. Me, too. How's so uh, uh, this? This, I think, uh, this feels like the first weekend of summer. No. Oh, God, it does. We yeah. here are in the middle of a heat wave. It's rough. Yeah. Bonafide heat wave. Mm-hmm. And I am miserable. <laughs> Me too. I know. I haven't gotten my AC yet, but... Oh, okay, yeah. No, it's a that's little a bit part, rough. That's a big yeah. problem. Yeah. yeah. Did, you, did you, like, just move? Well, kind of. Yeah, I moved, like... I just haven't gotten it yet. Okay. But my sister's not... Yeah, I live yeah, with I my moved, sister. I moved six years ago. Uh, <laughs> I moved six years ago. It's on my list. I'm totally panicked. <laughs> That is definitely the kind of thing I will do, though. I'll just be like, wow, it's going to be this huge thing. I want to make sure I have the time to do it. Yeah. And then I'll just wait for the time to come, and it never does. Right. Yeah. I just leave it till it's very dire. Yes. Yeah. But this weekend, <laughs> it's pretty dire. dire. I know. Yeah. My sister's out of town, so I've been sleeping in her room. That's like... Oh, she's got the AC? AC. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. That's, that's smart. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's the thing about me. Are you a uh, are you a, 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 a summer hater? You know, actually, this weekend I was sitting there being like, you know, I just I don't think I love summer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because like I never I, I never really go to the beach. I, okay. I feel I guess shame about that. That's yeah. what I'm whispering, but I don't go to the beach that much. And yeah, so, they can't like, hear you if you whisper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm into the fall and spring. How do you feel about summer? You know, I my birthday is in the summer. Oh, hey. Happy and yet, birthday. well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and yet, uh, uh, I just, I, I sweat all the time. Got it. You know. Right, it's rough. Yeah. So I don't get to like go to my birthday feeling fly. I'm usually right. just like, I hope no one notices <laughs> yeah. the glisten on my forehead. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I feel like the heat just totally knocks me out. Like, I'm just Definitely. like, suddenly I'm like, I can't think, and yeah. I can't, yeah, buy yeah. an AC. I also, I, I really like going to the beach, but I, mm-hmm. I like save it for too late in the summer usually. Right. Like, I don't make the time for it early, and then it gets to like Labor Day weekend, and I'm like, well, I guess I got to go this weekend. Yeah. Oh, so because you don't love going to the beach. I mean, I do love it, but I, I, uh, I, I'm not good at uh, getting scheduling. around to it. Yeah. Got it. Oh, yeah. wait, you were talking about Jonathan Franzen. Yes. My favorite. No, <laughs> wait, I've used like when I have had an AC, I've used his books to hold up my AC. That's like been my the corrections and like freedom have like yeah. held up my that's, AC. That's the summer. only thing it's so correcting. <laughs> Jonathan Franzen for helping me. Did you read this thing? I was just going to, we, we could talk about it. Oh, I haven't read it, but I felt like it looked like a maybe, I don't know. He's so easy to make fun of and yes. fun. I enjoy making fun oh, of yeah. him. Yeah. So it's like, he takes himself so seriously. So I sort of was like, um, I'll keep that tab open and get to, <laughs> get to that, but I haven't read it yet. It's How very it? long. Oh, God. Uh, and it is infuriating. <laughs> oh, God. Why is I it infuriating? It, well, the, the, the writer, the journalist is like, just like, like. Uh, an unabashed fan, uh, and oh, I think God. that colors it a little bit too much for me. Like, there's yeah. a, at one point near the end of it, because like a big part of it, she like spends the day with him. She goes out to California and spends the day with him. They go birding together. Wow, because uh, he loves birds. Ugh, and he probably makes a whole thing about oh, it. Oh yes. <laughs> so, like, is he like one of the? I feel like he's like the last like great male writer <laughs> from you know, like he's like me and Pollock. Or yes, something. definitely. 
Yeah. Yeah. I feel like he uh, he like covered his bases by like making fun of Philip Roth and John Updike and like that generation, but like there is nothing separating them. Uh, yeah. In practice. Right. God. Yeah. I just had a flash of. I remember when Freedom came out and everyone was like, "Freight talking about oh, that yeah. book. And then there was like, I remember I saw a paparazzi shot of like Obama just like holding it, like, or like cradling it as he walked into a coffee shop. And I was like, whoa, this is the book right now. Oh my God. Was that, that was 2011, somewhere in that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There were maybe 2009. Uh, I, I don't know. But yeah, the idea of Obama going into a, a, a coffee shop like sitting in the corner and reading freedom for a couple hours everyone's like sir it's um, so depressing <laughs> yeah there is something dark yeah gosh i know i'm like simpler times or something yeah we yeah. should have known yeah seriously coming. but yeah jonathan franzen is not funny uh and that's his biggest problem and i mean that sincerely He's, yeah there is no humor at all in like his his whole persona right he takes himself just so seriously yeah yeah God, I I remember laughing out loud at some points in corrections, but he's yeah, I don't know. There's that pathetic character. I, yeah, <laughs> let's do a deep dive. <laughs> let's just talk about Jonathan Franzen. We can let him <laughs> release him to there, the sea. I, I will only I'll only talk about one one, one oh, yeah. more moment from the from the profile, which is that. Oh please, uh, I'm curious. While the journalist is there, so apparently he was in the process of adapting his latest novel, Purity. Uh, is that what screen. it's called? Yes. Oh, God. I know. <laughs> He's too much. <laughs> Seriously. Apparently, they were going to do a Showtime uh, miniseries of it. Oh, God. And he gets the call while the journalist is there that it's not uh, going forward, like that it's it's stalled in pre-production. <laughs> oh, my God. Right? And it's just like, okay, like, okay, like, whatever. And then she's she's like, like, how do you how do you feel about it? And his response is, I'm a 70s guy. I'm a process guy. As if to say, like, the work is what's important to me. Uh, bursts into tears. And I was like, what? Exactly. <laughs> We're like, Jonathan? I was like, what I, What does the, the 70s have to do with it? Right. With it? So strange. The so guy's such weird. a joke. That sounds like a fun sketch. Yeah. Um, no, that's so... He's, he's very silly. Yeah. He's, a, he's very silly. Yeah. He's very silly. Yeah. But speaking of summer... <laughs> yeah, what's going on? <laughs> summer... You and I, not not uh, not at the same time, uh-huh. separately. We saw the musical of the season. Oh my God! Thank Escape God to Margaritaville. Talking. Escape to Margaritaville. Yes, <laughs> I can't believe this. That's amazing. So, did you love it? I, you know, I kind of did. Right. Yeah. Kind of did for in its own way. Totally. It's but definitely. I am fascinated by it. It's fascinating, and yeah, there's a lot to love there, and some weirder moments. <laughs> yes. And uh, did you get margaritas? Uh, uh, I personally did not, but uh, you know my 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 team did. My, my the group of people. <laughs> you're like, but my publicist got so drunk. <laughs> the people, uh, the people I was there with got some. Okay, yeah. But I have. They gave me. They they come in these like plastic cups that say "Escape to Margaritaville" on them, and I got I got one of those. Wow. Yeah, I had margaritas, and mm-hmm. um, I feel like. Yeah, I was there. I kind of got to go to like the back press room. Cause, and oh, you did? This, and they okay. gave, were giving out so many margaritas. And I think <laughs> that that was definitely a tactic. Like, I feel oh, like yeah. halfway through the show, I was just like, this is amazing. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, so, yeah, I had a bunch of margaritas. Well, I mean, that that seems uh, uh, like the way to go, though. I think so. I think it makes the show better. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, because they're talking about them nonstop. Yes. Yeah. Throughout. 
Uh, there's the the old man character whose whole thing is just like uh, get drunk. Yeah, whose whole thing is get drunk and uh, and he has like a romance with the hotel manager. Oh yeah, wow yeah. There's a whole plot. Don't they go to Minnesota? I think it's Ohio. Possibly Ohio. one of the one of the Midwest like industrial states. Yes, you know yeah. Um yeah I sort of like vaguely I I only vaguely remember the plot. Point. Well, yeah, they plied you with margaritas so yeah. that you wouldn't remember. So I wouldn't remember anything. <laughs> yeah, I do have it. They they throw beach balls at the end, and I have a memory of like, yeah, I feel like I had two beach balls in my arms because I wanted to save them for my niece, and I remember just like getting off the seven train and <laughs> running down Queens Boulevard to get home with like my bounty of like free stuff. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, I saw a lot of people with those specifically because they release uh, beach balls from the ceiling at the end. Right. That say escape to Margaritaville. Um, ex- excuse me. Escape excuse me. to Margaritaville. Escape to Margaritaville. On them. And I saw a lot of people uh, like opening them up and deflating them so they could put them in their uh, bags oh, to carry yeah. them out. Uh, and I was like, man, I had no idea it would be like this mad dash for the beach balls. People I know. really wanted them. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it got aggressive. Um, yeah, they had like all the stuff. I mean, I feel like they had when I was there. There was also people doing um, a elaborate kind of coordinated dance in the audience, like along oh, really? with one of the famous songs. And they were kind of it was like a little silly. And then I was in this like the back kind of press room where they were giving like <laughs> all the press margaritas. And um I saw like one of the public I think they were all the publicists okay. who were trying to get an audience dance going. Yeah. Then they were back in the press room being like, did you see us <laughs> like doing the big dance? Um <laughs> Yeah, they were trying all the stuff, and unfortunately, it's closing. It is Even closing. with all of their props and all the alcohol and I know. the hits. I know. They get, the hits must be stopped. <laughs> I know. I mean, people love Jimmy Buffett. It is true. I, I It's it's crazy how, like, just, like, unique a figure he is in popular music. Like, there's truly, there's truly no one like him. And I mean that in both very positive and very negative ways. <laughs> I know, like he, the stuff he goes, you're like, yeah, you can just make a song about a hamburger. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. And <laughs> it's like, like, and that one is like the big, it's a huge moment in the show. I know. When that, uh, when that happens, it's She's like near the end. And she flies the, the like quirky best friend character of the room, of the, the female lead. Yes. Uh, gets the song and she flies during it. Wow. Yeah. If you remember. I, d- <laughs> I like, don't remember anything about it. No. Okay. There's no one like Jimmy Buffett, but I think we talked about this. Mm. Did you? Okay. I had this situation with the show that um, even beyond the margaritas really affected my experience, which is that I thought Jimmy Buffett wrote and sang the Pina Colada song. <laughs> Did you think that? I didn't think that, but I, yeah. it's it's certainly not, like, uh, you don't say that and I'm just like, What? Right. Yeah. So I was so convinced of that as being like his big hit that it affected my whole experience. The whole time I kept being like, even during the finale, I was like, this seems like the finale, but I know we're just building up to the grand finale with the Pina Colada song. And so then when the show ended, I was just like, what? Yeah. Uh, the It's just the other song about a tropical beverage. Yes. You know? <laughs> you've got Margaritaville. You've got Escape, the Pina Colada song. Right. 
this which is interesting you know because they because the song is called escape the the pina colada song it's oh. like escape parentheses the pina colada song wow which and even you know escape to margaritaville you would think maybe they're trying to bring it in i know yeah it's 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 funny i feel like my mom and i both kind of googled that song and the lyrics and we got into like deep philosophical discussions <laughs> about how we're like it seems like jimmy buffett but deep down it's a very different philosophy yeah. <laughs> like it's like a man that needs to go to margaritaville yeah. he's to like chill out yeah he's in a dark place now were you there in an official capacity like you're, you're in the in the press room oh my god i know i had nothing official to do but i was okay, there okay. as my mom's date and my mom gotcha. is a tony nominator and a tony voter ah, this I past see, season okay. so she got went to see all the shows i see and i often would see a show that i feel like maybe my dad didn't want to go see you know what i mean so <laughs> I, would, I would end up at like the escape to margaritaville gotcha sometimes. gotcha but yeah so i was going as her date and mm. um and yeah it's it, it's been fun getting to go see a lot of shows with her sometimes yeah yeah, yeah. did you get to see springsteen on broadway oh. I would have loved to. I don't think that one. Okay, he got that special Tony. Yes, yeah. but I don't think it was up. I, I don't think it was up for other I think, awards. I so think, she didn't no, go no. see that one. Okay, yeah. okay, gotcha. But I really, I really wanted to. All the tourists. I remember. Oh God, I was. I, I worked a terrible job in Times Square for a month last year, and uh-huh. all the tourists were there for Bruce Springsteen. Oh sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. My yeah. like voice lowers. I'm like, and I can't talk about that job any further. <laughs> <laughs> did you go see Bruce Springsteen? I did go see it. How did what? Whoa! What I, did you think? I loved it. Oh my God! Okay, he's a he's a big star. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, like I feel like I wait. I did go to the Tonys and I saw him perform there. Okay, yeah, and yeah. I was like pretty starstruck by oh yeah. just the idea of him performing. Yes, I mean I because I I've seen him like in concert before, but it's in like Madison Square Garden and these like oh, huge my places. But this theater, it's it's less than a thousand seats. So even if you're like up in the balcony, you're like oh I could throw something and hit him with it. <laughs> like, <laughs> not that I would want to, <laughs> but I could. Wow, so that's really close. It's <laughs> within <laughs> throwing distance. <laughs> like, like you know, like a bat, like a lob. Okay. <laughs> yes. Wow. Okay. So I have a question. Yes. I there's so does he always like okay at the Tonys he was doing this like amazing thing where he was like going from this like intense monologue and it was yes. like ten minutes or something and I was like I do there's this YouTube video that I enjoy listening of his that's like he goes from called Growing Up and he oh goes, I was you know what I was gonna secretly cue this up while you were talking about <gasps> whoa it. yeah. it's so good so did he always go from a monologue to a song in, in, in the in the in Broadway the show? show yes yeah, yeah. that's like so uh, cool. a his very thing. like early uh, part of the show is that that. I guess piece that he performed at the Tonys. Wow! Uh, but he in the show he does the whole song, not just like the first verse and chorus. Uh, that was just the first verse and chorus. Yeah. <laughs> wow! It must be epic. <laughs> yeah, it's lengthy. He's so that's amazing. That is the 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 fun, one of the funniest things about uh, Bruce Springsteen is that how much he will talk uh, on stage. Yeah. Um, and uh, a friend of a friend has a story about like uh, like seeing him like in the the, the late 70s like in his in his like early prime you know yeah. and they like they met him after the show just like outside the venue and they started talking to him and he talked for so long that they had to be like hey man we got to go meet our friends <laughs> i like them being like hey dude we think you're so handsome, <laughs> so talented, and like we love you, but we have to go. <laughs> but this has run its course. <laughs> That's so ridiculous. <laughs> 
He's like, but I'm bruised. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, and I still have 10 more minutes. They're like, get a solo show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. Yeah. Please. Yeah, save it for the stage, buddy. <laughs> yeah, then he talks for, uh, there is, there's, the show is like, it's not really a concert. It's like, a, a, a it's very like one man showy. I think. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of chatting. I didn't, I mean, I sort of knew that about him, but I didn't totally really put that together that that was that's his thing I yeah. I'm like congrats you have a thing he's yeah. like dude yeah well there's that the there's a uh, 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 a SNL sketch about him that's uh it's like the new Bruce Springsteen box set and it's called Bruce Springsteen just the stories oh my god that's so funny I would enjoy like falling asleep to that not to yeah. say that he's boring but it just because no. it's like so familiar and he paints this picture I feel like he's like there yeah. I was with my grandpa yeah just, yeah yeah it's like would be very comforting all right here we're, we gotta listen we gotta illustrate this for yes. people this is growing up I love this song yeah this is the uh let me see if it's got it here Live with store. Here it is. Yeah. All right. Here we yes. go. Yes. Here we go. This is. Oh, hold on. We're gonna. There's an ad. <laughs> <laughs> I can't legally play. Uh, but it's for the first purge. You're gonna see the oh, first purge. I'm gonna see it. I think this will really? be my first okay. purge that I've seen. <laughs> Same. <laughs> I never saw the OG purge. Wow. Neither have I. Well, we, look. We should all go. <laughs> I know. Yes. We should go. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah. There's that riff. Oh my god. Growing up, this video is eight minutes long. Growing up is like a three-minute song. Here we go. Just a normal guy. (laughs) And then there I was the next night. Goddamn, I was still just a normal guy. Ah, he's funny. Right, then there's more of a story later in the song, right? Oh, it keeps going. And it's all about how his parents like wanted him to be a doctor and he was like, No. Yeah, here we go. For six years they've been following me around California, trying to get me to come back home. His parents? I guess. <laughs> Give me a break. It's the... I don't know, they're over there somewhere. <laughs> but... Oh my God. This is so crazy. Still trying to get me he's to just delightful. To yeah, I feel true. like no matter what he's saying. I mean, yeah. I feel like he could really read. Oh, no. Read the phone book. <laughs> oh, no. Here I am. Um, but yeah, it's he's so good. Yeah, I feel like I feel like you and I could do this. I bet if we found a, if we found an instrumental, we could we could do a story. We could do a story song. Yeah, here oh, we go. Yeah. There we were in the radio station. Early on a Sunday in the early summer. And it was one of those days, you know those days when you gotta have a coffee. <laughs> Lucy was coming all the way from Queens. And old, old so, so-and-so was telling me, you gotta stop these mornings. But I said, you don't understand. <laughs> this is how I have to live. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Brooklyn morning. 
This, by the way, is set. This video is set to uh, a slideshow of young Bruce, oh. <laughs> like child Bruce. Oh, cute! Oh man, guy's got long hair. Anyway, are you from New Jersey? No, no, no. Okay. I'm from Maryland. Oh, okay. Are cool. are you from New Jersey? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm from New York, actually. Yeah, you. Tri-state. You. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. You grew I up say like that upstate? a lot. I've been saying that a lot lately. Like tri-state. I don't uh-huh. know why, but. Yeah. Well, what does it mean? What do you, where did you grow up specifically? I can't tell you. Um, no. Somewhere between New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut. That's all you're going to know. I grew up, um, I was, uh, I grew up mostly in Westchester. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Like a half hour outside of the city. Yeah, you and Nick Kroll. Yes. Childhood oh, friends. wow. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised you're not in uh, Big Mouth. Uh, I know. Let's see. Yeah, really. Is he, he's from Westchester? I think so, yeah. Ah. Yeah. Um, I know. Hmm. Nice. Yeah, so yeah, I grew up in Westchester. Right on. I should mention that if people want to call in, they can call the number 904-351-0729. That's 904-351-0729. Get those calls in. Fun. Now, Lucy. Yes. You are one of these people. Oh, gosh, yeah. You do it all. Do it all. You do uh, uh, improv, stand-up, you make videos. Yes. What's that about? (laughs) Why? (laughs) Do you like? Do you see them as like like things that you need to balance, or they all kind of blend together for you? Or uh, uh... right? Yeah, I think they all kind of blend together. Yeah. Um. I like. I I kind of feel like I can do different things in different places. Like I've been really enjoying doing kind of like a weird character thing in my videos, but mm. I do that in my stand up too. So, um, <laughs> yeah, they're all kind of like different ways to write and perform. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. I love yeah. I love improv and um that sort of yeah. Let's, <laughs> It's not the beginning for everybody. <laughs> it's not, it doesn't everybody. It does feel there. like it though. It yeah. feels like any more the the natural progression of like you start doing improv, you do that for a couple of years, then you that you you do something uh, else. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you have a favorite medium for yourself? Yes, uh, 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 dance. I <laughs> <laughs> I love to dance and sculpt <laughs> often at the same time. Do you think? Do you think uh, there are like people we know who like at the end of their like long careers they'll be just like, yeah, I'm a painter now. They'll do like the Whoa. the the ex president route. I feel right. like every ex president starts to paint. Right. That's and Jim Carrey too. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. My president. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, my president Jim Carrey. Jim yeah, Carrey. he paints and he's been painting like me, not mean, like political oh, okay. satire yeah. paintings of people. Yeah. Um, that'll show them. Oh my, that'll show them. No. <laughs> so silly. Yeah. I always think of him like, I feel like I remember Oprah being like, Jim Carrey used to stand on the edge of LA and be like, I'm going to make like a million dollars or something really silly. Yeah. But I was thinking about that when, um, oh gosh, I did that book, The Artist's Way recently. Oh, sure. Yes, and they, yes, yes. It, I had, I've been having a lot of fun with it, but they have you write out these like, affirmations and mm. i was like oh this is like that jim carrey thing, right? <laughs> maybe he was doing the artist's way maybe that's all it was <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's yeah i uh, uh he is kind of a tragic case anymore right because he's so uh um creepy 
I guess. Oh, yeah. Or, yeah, you kind of feel like he's always kind of seems a little sad to me. Yeah. Like, I yeah. feel like he goes on. He's like, Haha, why are we all definitely doing this yes. every day? Yeah. What yeah, does yeah. it mean? There was one uh, at like there was some fashion event uh, a couple months ago. Or maybe it was even like at the mm-hmm. end of last year where he showed up and then uh, um, like there was just like some just like young, like fashion reporter there doing some video for for uh, <coughs> her website. And um they were just like, hey, Jim Carrey, like, uh, like, who are you wearing? And he just starts going on this this rant about how uh, uh, nothing is real, like reality is a is a lie. Uh, oh my god! Uh, and it's it's really uh, he's just in a bad mood, and he takes it out on the wrong person. Oh my god! And you know, she's like, yeah, I'm I've been here all day, like, yeah. trying to find yeah, ways to smile at people and yeah. like ask them questions. Like, this is my job. Just oh had to God. piss off Jim Carrey. Oh gosh, that sounds so terrifying. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Oh, will I? Oh, were you asking if I was going to start painting? Oh no! I, I in general, if people we know, <laughs> if anyone, are you? I know. This is when you're like, actually, Colby, I'm already painting. I'm already painting. <laughs> I do like painting. Yeah. No. Some people go like, who's going to go to the woods and yeah. just start painting? Yeah, or yeah, dancing. Yeah. Like live um, in a cabin. Right. I feel like there are definitely peop- some people that are oh, going to yeah. do that. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Off the grid. Yeah. I don't know what my what, what's my retirement uh, uh, project going to be, I think. Will yeah. I uh, um, like draw with pastels? I think that'll probably be it. No, I'll tell you what it is. It's going to be painting and it's going to be watercolors. Whoa. Fun. <laughs> and are you going to paint dogs? Yes. I'm going to paint exclusively dogs in watercolor. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I mean, I love dogs. I could see myself just... I mean, I always am like, when I'm so rich, <laughs> I'm going to have so many dogs. So many dogs. <laughs> A second house just for my dogs. Just for my dogs, yeah. <laughs> 904-351-0729. That's 904-351-0729 uh, if you want to call in, and please do. Lucy, any summer movies you're looking forward to? Any summer movies? Oh, I'd like to see Hereditary, but I haven't uh-huh. seen it yet. Yes, You've indeed. seen it. I have seen it. Oh, my gosh. Did you like it? I loved it. Wow. I loved it. Oh, and The Purge. Yes, The First yeah. Purge. Yeah, so do you, you've never seen The Purge. I've never seen The Purge. I'm familiar with the concept of The Purge, though. I'm very familiar, and I, <laughs> I think about it a lot, and I've talked about it far too much for somebody <laughs> who's never seen it. Like, I just have never seen any of them, but I've just, yeah. Very silly. Yeah, and your 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 short film for Channel One Hundred One uh, uh, mentioned the. Purge. Oh right, yeah, yes, yeah. I know. It's like something. I feel like also when I was doing improv <laughs> off a regular at the at the pit, I often would just like. I feel like a go to place for me was like the purge, <laughs> or being like some maybe man who'd set up like a saw type of yes thing situation. That's just like an easy place for me to go because I'm a psycho. <laughs> <laughs> it's just an amazing premise. For anything, yes. the purge. Like it's such an insane idea. I know. I love. I love thinking about it because it's just like your neighbors go crazy. Like you just basically everyone goes crazy, and then the next day they're just like, "Oh, now we know it's it's not illegal yeah, to, to yeah. chase people around wearing a mask." And so like everyone just goes back to normal. I just find that really bizarre. Like, <laughs> 
Like, is, are people awkward around each other? Like, yeah. are you like, dude, way to be weird during the purge. Like, <laughs> really, that wasn't cool, okay? And I'm not going to yeah. forget it. We're, and, and the people are like, <laughs> people are like, uh, it was the purge, man. Yeah. Like, don't, don't, don't get mad at me. It was the purge. <laughs> I know. They're like, don't That's judge not who I me. am. <laughs> <laughs> What's so funny to me about this new one, because uh, for people who don't know, the, the, the purge is about... The original purge uh, uh, is, is about a night where uh, all crime is legal, and, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, any there, you know, there's no laws. You can do whatever you want, just for one night, one like twelve hour period, I think. Oh God! And uh, uh, the new they've made a bunch of these now. They've made yeah. so many purge movies, and now the new one is called the First Purge. It's a prequel, which is so weird because they're only just now justifying why it's happening after so many movies wow really like why why go back at this point at this point we just all accept that the purge happens in this universe but now it's like there's a whole plot in this new one according to the trailer about like uh this like senator or something who like introduces the idea of the purge no this is so terrifying especially (laughs) right now i'm just like i can't handle this (laughs) and she's just like yeah like uh and we just got to get it out of our system. And they like they have like a psychologist character who's who's played by like Kate Winslet or something like that. Oh, it's what? Not, it's Kate, not Winslet? Kate Winslet? It's oh, someone I was like, of, wow, the purge, some, big deal it? for I the purge. <laughs> the first purge cast. Who is it? Um, or, uh, no, no, this show's going to stop while purge. I look this yeah, up. <laughs> we need to get to the bottom of this. Um, Marissa Tomei. Marissa Tomei? She's the architect. She's wow. Dr. Updale. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm anyway, impressed. you were saying? <laughs> what was I saying? Oh, just, I don't, I don't remember. Yeah, the purge is terrifying. Yeah. Yes. Um, it's very weird. Yeah, it's, it's just weird. It's like, <laughs> I find it strange that they're just like, oh, now that it's legal, I'll go out and do all the crimes. What would you during, do during what the would purge? What would I do during the purge? Um, I would probably kill someone. <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> Get me out of here. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Oh my god, that just reminded me. Okay, I've been watching. I've been watching The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. Do you watch uh, that? No, no, but, but go on. This is yeah. the first um, year that I've like tuned in. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm tuning in. Um, <laughs> but last season of The Bachelor, okay, there was this one character who was uh, this one woman who was like a, a contestant who was into taxidermy things, and she was a little strange. Uh-huh. And um, I swear, during one of them, she had this like special notebook. She was kind of like a manic pixie dream girl, or whatever. Uh-huh. And she was like asking the bachelor questions to get to know him and one of the questions was like would you try cannibalism just for fun <laughs> and she oh. he was like no oh. and she was like i would want to try it oh my god and she didn't get kicked off that episode <laughs> i was like wait so he like kicked off somebody else he was like i don't feel like we're in line and i was like what about the woman who just admitted that she would like try she's be curious a about cannibalism yes I was like, to me, that was just like, she's got to go. Yeah. No, no, that makes her exciting and interesting. Yeah. (laughs) That's like in her caption. Yes. Oh, my God. Curious about cannibalism. Yeah. She would do that during the purge, probably. We have a caller on the line. Oh, my gosh. Yay. Caller, you're on the air with me and Lucy Cottrell. Yay. Hey, Colby and Lucy. How's it going? (laughs) Hey, Tim. Oh, hey. It's Tim Keck. Hey, Hey, Tim. (laughs) Hey, I I feel like I got to call it and defend the purge here. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh no, no, no! Movie and the concept in general, which I think would solve a lot of today's world. <laughs> oh no! But uh, in the third Purge movie, they solve the Purge, and it's like you know the the Purge isn't happening anymore. So now 
in this movie, they have to go back to the beginning because they're still trying to mine this well. Again, an incredible concept. Yes. Uh, but we are a little, at this point in the, in the series, we do have some understanding of how it started. Okay. I think we'll get to see characters being exposed to the Purge for the first time. I think in all the other movies, oh, that sounds it's interesting. accepted as a fact of reality. And in this one, we're going to see people learning to adapt to the Purge and the safety precautions necessary <laughs> uh, for it. I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, really hoping we can all go together, uh, talk some more Purge. <laughs> <laughs> I, the idea of everyone hearing about it for the first time does sound fascinating. Yeah, when you, you're actually you're doing a pretty good sell for it. Too. All right. Although so. it's 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 <laughs> I, very I funny to me in that today's political climate <laughs> perfect time to produce this movie because like like real, real talk if like Trump came out one day and he's like okay here's the space force also oh, no. I just saw the Purge. And I think it's a good idea. Oh, no, we need to hide it from him. Okay, Here's you, the Space I, Force. You know, also, you know, I just saw week, the Purge. Oh, God. Like, he week, would Buzz say Speed that. would run gifts of, like, oh, no, here's why we can't do the Purge. And then we'd be like, hey, can we do something? And then the Democrats would pitch about it, do nothing. <laughs> and then, like, a year from now, we'd all be doing the Purge. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. The Democrats would be like, well, two years ago, Mitch McConnell said that purges are bad and so we're gonna stick by what mitch mcconnell said (laughs) wait what would you guys do if jonathan franson and the purge made something together like maybe he made he he like made a purge novel that was like three thousand pages i thought you were gonna say what if jonathan franson was in the purge Like Jonathan Franzen is an actor now. Oh my god, that would be amazing. And he's just like, we can't do the purge. Yeah, and everyone would be like, could you just put a little more into it, Jonathan? Like, uh, I don't know. I imagine him being kind of a weirdo actor. Yeah, I can't imagine Jonathan Franzen has uh, the capacity in him to uh, uh, become another person. No, it's too much being Jonathan. <laughs> what if he plays himself in the purge? What if it's the purge? And everyone decides to kill Jonathan <laughs> That sounds like a good Purge episode. And then, like, the government has to, like, protect him. Or I wonder what, um, yeah, maybe he would get up and, like, do a filibuster of a bunch of his oh, novels yes. during the Purge. And everyone would be like, Jonathan, how did you make the Purge boring? Yeah, 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 yeah. After, after a while, people are like, all right, the Purge is actually sounding pretty good. I don't know how much more of this I have to listen to. I don't have to listen to this guy talk. (laughs) Tim, would you, uh, uh, for the sake of this show, would you read Jonathan Franzen's new novel, Purity, and then give us a book report? Oh, my God. (laughs) I mean, I guess I could. (laughs) (laughs) I've never heard Tim less excited. Is there a version of this? How long is it? uh, Let's see. I want a reading assignment, okay? Purity. Here's what I'll do. I'll read an article about it, and long. then I'll uh, tell you what that, what that take is. Okay, that sounds fair. Does it have a Wikipedia? That sounds fair. According to uh, Amazon.com, Purity by Jonathan Franzen is 576 pages. Oh, my God. It's not God. too bad, All but lengthy. All are called, no. like, freedom. Yeah. I'll give you 95. Okay. If you read the first 95 pages of, of Purity... They give us a book report. <laughs> All right. The first 30. Tim, please. Yeah. How much can you negotiate this down? I'll spread it out. Okay. So I'll give you 95 pages, but you get to pick which pages in the book <laughs> are those 95 pages. Okay. The last 95. 
Whoa. <laughs> okay. that's a good... You know what? I think that's a better way to go. <laughs> I don't want all intro. I just want conclusion. It would be it would be really great if you called back next week having read the last 95 pages of Purity. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not telling you what to do. For it, but he definitely has a plan. But you just come back and you're like, this book sucks. I don't know what's going on. Honestly, I think I should be reading the last, like the ending of every book. Because it's like, if you're going to read a 600-page book, that's a commitment. Read the last 50 first. Mm-hmm. See if it's going to be worth it. And then go back. Huh. It's, it's an interesting perspective. Yeah. 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 Also, pro purge. Did you guys talk about what you would do if the purge happened? I said I would kill someone. Lucy didn't answer yet. Um, Who would you kill, though? You yeah, good question, Tim. Are you going to kill like, some random guy? Are you going you to extract vengeance on somebody? I feel like, if you know, if you go to Philly, you got to get a cheesesteak. And I would say I would do it to a, I would extract <laughs> vengeance. I would go the whole way. I would premeditated murder yeah. with, like, motive and intent to kill. Maybe nice, like going to their house before the purge, like camper with their security systems. When oh. they try and lock down on purge night, you can still get in. Whoa! Yes, that's exactly what I would do. <laughs> I'm like, I I react. I was like, before the purge, <laughs> what? That does not. Yeah. That's not legal. Yeah, you said you said break in before the purge, and Lucy was like looking off in the distance, and then you said that, and she like looked back at me with. <laughs> With fear in her eyes. <laughs> I'm like, that's not the rule. <laughs> um, I'm like, now nah, I'm thinking about breaking into like, I feel like I would break into fancy places. <laughs> and like, like um, I don't know. If I was little, I would have probably broken into like the FBO Schwartz that used to be uh, on like Fifth Avenue yes. or something like that. Like break in and yeah, enjoy yeah, the fancy it's stuff. It's so sad. <laughs> what? Like trying outfits and steel TVs and yeah, I think I, you know I was like for some reason thinking about when I was little. There was an article about Macaulay Culkin on his birthday. He got to go into the Fifth Avenue FAO Schwartz and just like pick out all the toys he wants oh, and like wow. run around kind of like a nutcase. Uh-huh. And I always thought that seemed really cool like when I was little. So yeah, there was a um, there was like something that they would do on Nickelodeon, I believe. In the 90s that I uh-huh. would always see that it was like if you won some competition, you got to like go to a Toys R Us and just like fill up a cart with like whatever you want. Oh, with the cart? Wow. Yeah. Was it a contest or something though? Yeah, I don't I don't remember how you got to do it. <laughs> I think it was... You have like two minutes to go through an entire store and grab whatever you want. Yes. Yeah, so it was timed. Stressful. That's what it was. Yeah. It was timed. Wow, but how was that did a Nickelodeon be... show? I think it was like an interstitial that they would do like between shows. Wow. But I always thought that but there seemed must great. Be a catch to it, because otherwise you go straight to the video games and you just fill your card and then you resell that shit. Huh? Well, but this was like, you know, I, I think it was right around the time that the the N sixty four came out, so it was you know, those those were bulky games. <laughs> yeah. Did they ever have that show where just one kid just leaves with like twenty N sixty fours and they're just like. <laughs> Yeah, we need to stop doing this game. Yeah, it was interesting. A, a lot of the kids really liked the Nickelodeon merchandise, interestingly enough. A lot of them came back oh. with, like, big plush uh, Chucky from Rugrats. 
<laughs> no. Yeah, that seems like a waste of space. It does. A big, giant, plush Chucky from Red Rats. Mm-hmm. That's like a whole Well, cut. that was another uh, uh, thing of it for me, which is like, these kids are doing it all wrong. I could really nail this. So I could really maximize yeah. the, the cart space. Right. It's kind of like a mini purge. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very, very specific purge. <laughs> <laughs> and it hurts no one. No, no, no one is injured. No, no one is killed by me. Yeah. In this perch. Ah, free stuff. Tim? Yes? Any parting words? You know, the purge could also stimulate our economy. That's something that people talk oh, about. Oh, my God. That, uh, you know, a lot of people can't afford quality purge security, and they're the first people to die. Uh, so it's a real quick way to eliminate the lower class oh of my creating, God. you know, ultimately an economic bump for the rest of us. I'd oh. say the rest of us is if I could afford security, I could not. I'd be in a hole in my backyard for gunpoint. Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, where where to go during the purge? Oh, it's just terrifying. Dig a hole. I don't know where you go. Dig a hole. And honestly, you shouldn't tell anybody where you go. You right. Know I know. Yeah, I won't say that on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> As soon as the purge happens, people are going to be listening to this. Oh, my Hoping God. to find where Lucy went. <laughs> I know. I'm, like, so self-involved. Oh, no. They're going to listen to my radio show. <laughs> oh, you know Jonathan Franzen's going to have an awesome purge palace. Makes me sick. Yeah. Jonathan Franzen has a bird sanctuary <laughs> with, a, with an eight-foot wall around it. Yeah. He spends the whole purge just giving New Yorker interviews. <laughs> And doing uh, doing uh, essays about why social media led to this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tim. Yeah. Read read the read purity. We'll talk next week. I'll try, baby. Tim out. <laughs> Bye. Tim Keck. Nine zero four three five one zero seven two nine. That's nine zero four three five one zero seven two nine. Now, Lucy. Yes. We're coming into the the let's, let's say the, the home stretch of the show here. Okay. We're going to uh, 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 you know dive into our our only recurring segment. All right, let's go there. It's a segment that has uh, grown out of deep study of the greatest interviewers of uh, of all time. Uh, of Harry course. Gross, um, Pete Holmes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so on, and that's where the list stops. <laughs> <laughs> you covered it. This is the Young Persons Radio guest questionnaire. Okay. First question. Mm-hmm. Who is an actor or actress who, when they come on screen, you go, oh, neat. Oh, um, Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, okay. Definitely. Yes, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wish he made more surprise appearances, but mm-hmm. he's definitely thrilling whenever he comes on screen. <laughs> <laughs> very good. Very good answer. Yeah. Next question. Okay. You are stricken ill. Oh, no. <laughs> and the purge is happening. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> no. What, uh, what show do you put on while you heal? Ooh. Um, man, I, would, I just watched, like, rewatched all of Search Party, and that was really, oh, really yes. enjoyable. It was, like, fun to go back and see it, knowing how, what happens at the end of season two. Um, yeah, I think I'd watch Search Party or I'm excited to watch the next season of Glow. Mm-hmm. I think if, um, God forbid, I came down with a cold, I would watch <laughs> that. <laughs> you know who's uh, surprisingly really funny in Glow? 
I say surprisingly like he's not been a right. comedian for 25 years, but Mark Maron. Oh, my God. I know. He's, like, found his thing. Yeah. I and think it, this is, like, yeah. the role he was born to play. I know. An asshole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I always find funny. Where They're like, he's really found his place. And it's like, he's just playing a total jerk. But, yeah, he's so good at that show. He's really good. I, he uh, I was Another surprised. great interviewer, right? Maybe. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> Howard Stern's also my, a good interviewer, Oh, yeah, obviously. yeah. He, I mean, he's, he's great. Dead toy, yeah. Yeah. Um, next question. Okay. What's in, uh, uh, oh, here we go. What is your favorite movie with the in the title? Oh, my God. <laughs> um, this is going to be a hard one. I just thought of a movie and, and I was like, oh, it doesn't have a the before this, <laughs> the title. Oh, um, Must Love Dogs. <laughs> <laughs> the Moonstruck. Um, <laughs> um, oh, gosh. Now I'm just thinking of movies without the. What is it? Um, um, the The Old Man. Um, no, that's not a movie. <laughs> the old man from Pond Stars. <laughs> um, good, good question. Uh, the, the, I can't think of any movie with the, in the title. Um, I don't know. Um, okay, I can only think of The Last Action Hero. That's not my favorite, but I have seen that movie. That's very funny. I'm just going to, uh, uh, edit this so that it sounds like you immediately say The Last okay, Action Hero, okay. and then we move on to the next question. Yeah. Which is, What's an internet trend that drives you nuts? What's an internet trend that drives you me nuts? Um, I think uh, probably just people being like, oh, "I'm so smart, and everyone else is stupid," <laughs> <laughs> and I, that drives me nuts because I'm so smart, and everybody else is dumb. <laughs> not anyway, to, not to ah, tie I'm it, a genius. Not to tie it back again, but uh, the internet trend that drives you nuts is people acting like Jonathan Franzen does in real life. <laughs> I guess. Totally true. Oh, man. This is uh... just an hour of me bullying Jonathan Franzen. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and I'm all too happy to just pile on. <laughs> uh, here we go. Uh, do you enjoy karaoke? Um. Oh, I, I, I think karaoke is okay. I do love mm. musical improv. Okay, okay, um, yeah. It's yeah. funny because I don't feel that comfortable totally singing. Right. But for some reason when I'm doing musical improv, I just like love it. <laughs> I love it. But in karaoke sometimes I'm a little like, I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, I feel in between about karaoke. Okay, okay, cool, cool. Yeah. Uh, if If you have to do it, do you prefer the open bar setting or the private room setting? Oh, open bar. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't like being trapped. <laughs> I think like the the private room, I think of like there's no space to leave. Yes. I will say uh, I was invited to a, a karaoke thing on Friday that I that I popped into. I was late arriving. Uh-huh. Um, and so uh, everybody was already there. I was the last one to arrive. Got and it. it's very strange to uh, go in and just because it's like, everyone's already doing the thing so you right. can just kind of wave and sit down you can't really like check in with everybody right it's you know? a weird thing and did you I have a question did you come in late and then immediately they were like Colby's turn and you hadn't like <laughs> listened to anybody else go no it was, you were just like hey I'm here no where's well, the mic well so <laughs> so I texted my friend in, on the way and I was like what should I not do what are people sick of already <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know, there, you, there's. It, it's not ready. about you. It's about the room, and this is what people. Right. If I could just for a moment, this please, uh, please, this is, this is what people uh, uh, don't understand about karaoke. It's important. It's that uh, uh, it's it's about the room. Come it's on. not about you. Please. You can't just do a song that only you know that everyone else is going to tune out during. 
with all these instrumental breaks in it. No uh, free bird. No. Ex- <laughs> You're see if you were if there's one takeaway from today, it's yeah. please karaoke is about the room. It's about the room. Yeah. It's it's bangers only. First of all, right. And second of all, it's about the room. Oh, so what's a good karaoke song? I feel it's just it's one that I think the perfect karaoke song. Okay. Is the one that comes on and people go, oh, this song. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, crowd pleaser. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, look, you can do Wannabe by the Spice Girls all you want. Right. Which, I mean, people are going to (laughs) like. Thank you for the support. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, forget it. Oh, no. (laughs) No, no, no. no. Oh, yeah, yeah. What's the next one? Next one is uh, you find yourself in a casino. Oh, okay. You look down in your hand. What's that? It's $200 worth of chips. Oh, got it. Where do you go first? I go to cash those chips, chips in. I, I can't. No one has said this. No, yeah. no. I cash them in and I get my $200 and I leave. Or I go get a drink and go. go. I, I can't. I remember one time I used to go to Atlantic City with my friend. It was another press thing where I was just okay. like a guest. Yeah. And it was really fun. But I remember just to gamble, I gambled $1. And mm-hmm. it's like painful for me. Oh, I really? Just, okay. I feel like for me, gambling just feels like throwing my money away like sure. i i can't i feel like i'm just like paying rent is is enough for me that's like that's gambling <laughs> that's the I don't, gamble yeah the I month-long gamble that the you're month gonna long get gamble. Back. yeah final question okay what is the dumbest thing that's ever made you cry <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh probably like some self-submitted acting tape where i had <laughs> to like cry yeah oh sure yeah that's yeah. Probably the dumbest thing, just like me alone with my like iPhone yeah. doing something random. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I will uh, uh, I will cop to since we were talking about Bruce Springsteen earlier. Uh, yeah. the fact that I once teared up to the song "Born in the USA." <laughs> oh my god! Oh yes! Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's see, that's that's a good one. I feel like I've cried at commercials. You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, some of them, some of them are very moving. It's true. <laughs> It's true. Well, Lucy, we are just about out of time. Oh, my goodness. It flew by. did. I'm so glad you were able to come and do it. Thank you so much. It was so fun. And everybody should uh, can see you on either Thursday or Friday night or both. Yes. This week, uh, the first one at 8 o'clock at Vital Joint here in Bushwick and the second at Caveat Yay. in Manhattan on Friday at 8.30. Yes. Thank you so much for coming by. Thank you. Should we? I I, I don't want to go out to the Pina Colada song. Oh my gosh! But it's a great, <laughs> great finale. But I feel like I feel like we have to. Yes. Uh, well, thanks everybody for listening. Please stick around for Point of Order. They will be in here very shortly, and then at noon the Brooklyn conversation with Rosie, and then at one p.m. Point of Order. Woo. No, not Point of Order. What oh. am I saying? Objection to the rule. Point of Order is next. Good God! <laughs> I'm gonna get fired. <laughs> I'm going to lose this show. Also, someone is saying that the, the, the show we were talking about earlier is Nickelodeon Super Toy Run. Wow. Is the name of it. Oh, my uh, gosh. Was which, that online that someone yeah, said that? Yeah. Okay. Which uh, uh, is a kid's spinoff of Supermarket Sweep. Wow. Which, Fun. Yeah. That sounds good. Yeah. And on that note, <laughs> <laughs> let's, can, uh, uh, here, how, let's do this one quick thing first. Okay. All right. On the count of three, we're going to say, fuck you, Jonathan Frank. Okay. (laughs) Fuck Fuck you, you, Jonathan Jonathan (laughs) Bye, everybody. Bye.